Welcome to my MACD life and powered by the Support Sight Foundation. This podcast is about macular degeneration and the devastating impact it has on millions of people and their families every single day, 365 days a year. Our mission is simple, to bring hope, optimism, perspective, and education to our listeners. So tune in, buckle up, and put your listening ears on. Here are your hosts, Don Prawl and Sean Doyle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my MACD Life. I'm your co-host, Sean Doyle, professional speaker, trainer, and book author, and I'm here today with my co-host, the lovely and talented, the amazing, the incredible, the irreplaceable, Don Prawl, the founder and executive director of the Support Site Foundation and a visionary. Hey, Don. Hey, Sean. Hi, everyone. We're happy you've joined us. We're excited to bring you some great information, education, and inspiration. We really want to make a difference in the life of people who are suffering with MACD, and we call it My MACD Life. And Don, one other thing. What's that, Sean? We're We're going going to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, folks, stay tuned for this season. Here's the kind of stuff you can expect when you listen in on My MACD Life. So you said, as sight disappears, so does a person's connection to the world. Tell our listeners a little bit more about that quote, because when I read it, I was just like, wow, that's so true. But I just wondered what that means to you. Well, as a sighted person, and by the way, I'm very blessed with that. For now, anyway, you never know, life changes. That's how it was described to me. Mm. That's how, over the course of time, the hundreds of people that I would come in contact with, whether it was on the phone or in emails or face-to-face, and I would hear people's stories, you know, on a daily basis. And I'm talking about, I mean, I still do that. That's, That's my day in the life, you know, as the founder and executive director of the support site foundation and it's my honor and privilege to be in those conversations because they're really special each and every one of them the cures out there folks new treatments and a cure out there the research is happening our guests the scientists the researchers break it down so you can understand it we'll be talking to macd experts people like dr tim murray dr dwight stambolian Richard Tapping, and many more. So the exciting news, we have research that indicates we may be able to reduce the number of injections up to 75%, perhaps. Yes. And we have some new complement pathways, proteins, that could also have a significant development in a drug called APL2. Well, that's great news. So there is a lot of hope out there. Yes. So none of us really know what the future will bring, and I know you don't have a crystal ball, that's for sure, but certainly... You know, before COVID-19 and now and years from now, but the pandemic really has put science and medicine on everybody's mind because every day now people are talking about the vaccines and the developments with different pharmaceutical companies, really like we've never thought about before. So people are all over the world are putting hope in people like you, Dr. Stambolian, and scientists and doctors. So what hope is on the horizon for people who have MECD and what are you finding most promising these days? Yes. Well, hope springs eternal. I am very optimistic about the future. 
First, scientists are spending more time focusing their MACD experimental studies on human tissue. Models of human eye tissue, such as organoids and cell culture platforms that contain layers of the human retina, are being developed to address the need for human eye models to test new drugs and study cell-to-cell interactions. These organoids and other cell culture platforms are built using particular cells from human blood and converting these cells to different kinds of retinal cells. The idea of this technology is to build a human retina in a dish that will allow us to assess biological pathways and the retina response to external insults. So I'm imagining with this pandemic, with the COVID-19, how has the pandemic impacted your research and how has it impacted research in general? Yeah, the pandemic has had a major impact on research progress. When the pandemic reached a peak in the spring, uh, the university shut down for about six weeks, allowing only essential personnel to come to work. And since research personnel are not considered essential, research came to a halt. After this period, there was a staging uh, program at the university which limited the number of research personnel returning to work. This first stage lasted about a month, whereby only 50% of the personnel were permitted in the laboratories at one time. During this period, research personnel were required to work in rotating shifts to limit contact between individuals. In September, all research personnel were allowed to return to work with restrictions, which included wearing a mask at all times on campus frequent hand-washing, maintaining a safe social distance, no in-person conferences or lectures, and no eating in groups. Unfortunately, this lack of person-to-person contact limits conversations between individuals, which are very important for discussing new ideas. As a result, research progress has been impeded even more so today with the rise in coronavirus cases. That's very unfortunate. So it's kind of put you a little behind the eight ball, I guess. It has, it has. We also air regular segments from our feature host, the amazing, unbelievable, extremely talented and passionate Christine Petty, actress, singer, and daily host of Sirius XM Radio on Broadway, Channel 72. She's a triple threat, folks. You got to listen. I am here to just share with you my adventures in having a visually challenged life. It's my transition time, I would say. I am losing vision in my remaining good eye. So I am starting to learn about different things that are going to be incorporated into my life. You'll hear stories that inspire like this. Hey, Don, you know, there was something I was thinking about this week that I got to throw you a curveball. This is going to come in low inside and twist right when it comes over the plate. So you ready? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So here's a question I've been getting so much. And Don, as you know, I'm a motivational speaker and a book author, and I really focus a lot on positivity and motivation, right? Yep. So here's a question everybody's asking me right now. We're living in a tremendous adversity in our country with 
COVID and not just in our country, but across the world. If you turn on a news channel, bad idea, or go to a website, bad idea, featuring news, it's a recipe for depression. So here's what people ask me all the time. Sean Doyle, as a motivational speaker, how in the world can you say to be motivated and to be happy during all this adversity? So I was thinking about this today that, I mean, it's the same thing with having MACD, suffering through adversity. So my question to you, my esteemed co-host, is how do you stay motivated during adversity, whether it's MACD adversity, whether it's the world we live in right now adversity, any type of adversity people face, how do we stay motivated during adversity? Well, Sean, apropos... Um, for all apropos. The There's the word for have... today's show, apropos. There you go. <laughs> it's apropos. So what What do you mean by apropos? Um, apropos in all the things you said above without me repeating all that. Um, mm-hmm. I think people get it. You know, yeah. this is what we're living with. This is where we're at. And the good news is we're all kind of in this together. Okay. Um, in terms of, you know, macular degeneration. It's another form of adversity, right? I mean, it's another serious adversity that someone in their family is going to face. How do we, how do we stay motivated and stay positive through all that? Well, I think it's extremely challenging and it really depends on attitude and mm. I can tell you that in my relationships that I have with folks who are living with this adversity of losing their sight, attitude is really the number one thing, if you will, that comes Couldn't up. Couldn't agree more. And Could not agree more. Yeah. My back to life. My back to life. My back to life. Ah. It's not all boring science stuff and all this stuff you have to learn and do. We have fun, too. So welcome, everyone, to Guess the... Celebrity. And how does this work? Well, Don and I are going to read a question. You know, either I'll read to Don or Don will read to me. And of course, in our listening audience, you can see if you can guess who the celebrity is. So, Don, would you like me to go ahead and throw one at you first to see if you can guess who the celebrity is? Sure, Sean. Great. So let me give you a let me give you a hard one because you're too smart. I, I gotta give you a hard one. I don't give you this easy <laughs> stuff. So here's our celebrity. So, Don, this is an American singer, songwriter. Multi-instrumentalist, record producer, actress, author, businesswoman, and humanitarian. She has composed over 3,000 songs. Has been nominated for two, count them, not one, but two Academy Awards. So here's the question, Don. Who is the celebrity? Well, I got to tell the audience, you know, I do not have the answer to this in front of me. Sean does no, not let me No, she does cheat. not. I did not share them with her. Something you're not going to want to miss is our assistive technology segment. Every single episode highlights technology. You're not going to hear it anywhere else, only on My MacD Life. Well, today's featured product that Mike and I will be discussing is a device called the Clearview Go. The Clearview Go is a piece of low vision equipment that falls into the category of desktop video magnifier. But unlike a traditional desktop video magnifier, the Clearview Go is unique in the sense that it is a device that can travel with the user. So it is a foldable video magnifier that can be plugged into a wall, it can run off of battery, and it can give a user access to information that's on their desk, up on a whiteboard or blackboard or outside, you know, looking out of a window. Or if they're using it for personal use, they can rotate a camera that can look at them and they can do everything from applying makeup to, 
you know, checking moles, those types of things. You won't want to miss it. Tune in. Tips to live more independently with macular degeneration. What you have to do is enhance the contrast between what you want to see and your surroundings. So you, a lot of you know, and you've got your, you make your own, your choices, what works for you. It's really individualized, but you see better with more contrast. The more contrast, the easier. So here's a couple of really good examples. One is in the kitchen, for example, make sure that your dishes are solid. Follow this podcast now. You'll be notified for every new episode. Tune in.